Hello, my love. Welcome to the Achieve in Flow podcast. You're in the right place if you are a young professional who can't help but wonder if there is something more out there for you. And you're excited to hear some unfiltered, authentic examples from the real world, from someone who's been there. In these episodes, I'll be teaching you how you can reconnect and realign to your values and ultimately get out of the slum and into your dream life. Are you ready? I am. Let's start the episode. Welcome back. Episode six, it's going to be all about managing your mindsets. Now, the reason I want to talk to you about this is because I've actually seen a lot of questions going around about, okay, what does it actually mean managing your mindset? What does it actually mean to transform your mindset? And on top of that, what is a mindset? (laughs) Let's dive into this subject then. So let's actually start off with the definition of mindset. In the Cambridge Dictionary, it says a person's way of thinking and their opinions. Now that's great, right? I kind of like that, but it is a little bit basic and a little simple. The way that I like to think of our mindset is as a set of beliefs or triggers, methods, or notions maybe even, that we hold as a result of our experiences in life. You could also call it a frame of reference. You must have heard this word, a frame of reference. You can also call it a world map, for example. This is what uh, is actually being used quite commonly in NLP. And I will talk to you a little bit more about that in a second. Um, It's basically everything that shapes how you make sense of the world around you and of yourself in it. It's how you think, it's how you feel, it's how you behave. Now, according to Stanford psychologist Carol Dweck, there's two basic mindsets that one can function from. One is a growth mindset and the other is a fixed mindset. I want to talk to you a little bit about both because they are both very important for us to understand what it means to stay stuck in a life that we don't necessarily want to be in anymore and what it means to go for what you desire and go for what you actually want to get out of this life. When we think about a fixed mindset then, you think about sentences like, everything is as it is. It believes that people achieve through the intelligence and talent and attributes that they're giving at birth, and that's that, that's where it ends. And the goal is for them to always utilize all of that intelligence that was given to them and never come across as dumb to other people. That's very important if you're in a fixed mindset. So when we think about a growth mindset then, we believe that everything can be improved. We have a starting point, but it's just a starting point. So we achieve through learning and training and actually putting the effort in and being persistent to succeed. It's a mindset in which we believe that not knowing or not being good enough at something is a temporary state. Yes, it is how it is now, but it doesn't mean that it is a state that's going to last forever and ever for the rest of our lives. There's actually a possibility of changing that and making it better, which then automatically takes away any feelings of shame or trying to improve our worth at the same time. And this goes back to the last episode, right, where we talked about shame and how that's actually so incorporated into our lives and how when we can bring it to the light, it actually starts to evaporate and starts to transmute. 
Carol Dweck actually uses this really powerful question that really helps you determine which mindset you function from. It's very simple. The question is, what are the consequences of thinking that your intelligence or personality is something you can develop as opposed to something that is a fixed, deep-seated trait? Think about that for a second, right? This is growth mindset versus fixed mindset. This is thinking that you can do anything in the world, thinking and believing that you can master anything in this world and do anything you set your mind to and do anything you want versus, oh, I don't actually have the intelligence, I don't have the skills, I don't have the capacity to adopt the skills and I don't have the attributes to do it. So I will never get there. Very different, right? Very opposite. And we learn more and more that it's actually really important to identify where we are right now so that we can see how we can move you further into that growth mindset. Say that you are already in the growth mindset, there is still a possibility that potentially you're not fully into a mindset of thinking I can change everything in my life that I want and I can make moves and master anything that I need. And that's actually going to hold you back from achieving the desires that you have set for yourself. Hey darling, I just wanted to interrupt to let you know that my new programs, Life Lift and Life Upgrade are live now. <laughs> I'm so excited to be able to share it with you. If you have an idea of where you want to go and you have clarity on what you want to do, but you just need a little help and you'd love some support in getting there even faster, then Life Lift is the program for you. If, however, you feel like you are not quite sure where you want to go, you have an idea of what the life is that you envision for yourself, but you are struggling to figure out what that is actually going to look like, then I would definitely recommend going for a life upgrade program. If you want more details or if you simply just want to have a chat about what it's going to look like and what is included, feel free to DM me or fill out an application form on my website. All the details are in the show notes and I look forward to hearing from you very soon. Let's continue the episode. So if we look at fixed and growth then a little bit more, there's this really, really cool picture that is in the book that Carol Dweck wrote. Um, and I will attach a link to the show notes for you as well. Um, it has a really powerful visualization of what it means to be in a fixed state and in a growth state. So I'll go through it a little bit so you have an understanding of what we're talking about here. I will make sure to put the link in as well so you can just have a look at it too. Fixed is really about intelligence being a static. It leads to a desire to look smart and therefore a tendency to avoid challenges. So you give up easily, you see that efforts are fruitless or worse. And you ignore useful negative feedback. You know, sometimes you get this really useful feedback from people, but you just wipe it away because you don't want to listen to anything negative that's being said about you. You tend to not really believe that you can do anything wrong, or at least you don't want to believe that you can do anything wrong. And so you're actually not open towards learning from the mistakes that you make and you feel threatened by the success of others. Now, the result of that can be that you might plateau early and achieve less than your full potential. And that is stated to be a deterministic view of the world. If we then offset that to a growth mindset, 
we learn that intelligence can actually be developed. It leads to a desire to learn and therefore a tendency to embrace challenges. And also it will help you be, become more persistent in the face of setbacks. So you'll see efforts as a path of mastery or a path to mastery. Learning from criticism is very key for you. So you take in any feedback that you get and you take the lessons or find the lessons and inspiration from that, but also from the success of others around you. What that then results into is a possibility to reach ever higher levels of achievement and it will give you a greater sense of free will. This is what the graphic says and this is exactly how it's been spelled out there because I just want to, want to make sure that there's no confusion or anything about what that actually looks like. Now that we've looked a little bit into the two basic mindsets that one can find themselves in, Let's go a little bit deeper because our brains and minds are basically a world map created by our past, right? And so with the arise of NLP and the understanding of the difference between the conscious and the subconscious mind, we learn more and more about how we can transform our mind to allow us to reach what Dweck calls ever higher levels of achievements and give us a greater sense of free will as we go through life rather than staying stuck in a life that doesn't fulfill or satisfy us, right? Now, this is where the reprogramming or the transforming of the subconscious mind comes in. Neurolinguistic programming, NLP, tells us that our brains can actually be changed and that they're extremely pliable and adaptable and that we can create new and empowering neuropathways, which is known as neuroplasticity. Now, this is a concept that hasn't really been around for too long. If I'm not mistaken, it might have been maybe about 60 years or so that we're actually looking into the scientifics of this concept. Um, but what it means is that our subconscious mind can't actually tell the difference between something that we've vividly imagined and something that has actually really happened. So say, for example, when you think about a lemon, Think about a lemon right now and just see the juiciness of the lemon. You've cut it open, you've got a little wedge in your hand. Just think about sticking that wedge between your teeth or just touching it with your tongue. Just think about it. Can you feel the saliva coming? Can you feel the sourness in your mouth? Exactly. This is the beauty of our brains. It's not actually happening, but we can imagine it. And if we think about it so vividly, it actually feels like it is happening and it has happened in the past as well. So what that means is that when we start visualizing and feeling into those visualizations, we are able to fool our brains into believing that these things are actually real. And it allows us to go into the world with the mindset of the person we want to become before we've become them. So just the same as you were thinking about that lemon wedge right now, you could also be thinking about driving your favorite car, driving the car of your dreams around the block in your house right now. Not in your house. <laughs> On the streets, of course. Think about that. If you actually can imagine it as vividly as you could just imagine uh, the sourness of the lemon, you will be able to achieve it eventually, right? It's obviously not going to happen right away. You're actually going to have to do something for it. You need to take inspired action. Again, we're coming back to that. But it is the concepts 
in which we need to start believing. Now, I just want to interrupt here for a second and tell you about this quote of Joseph O'Connor. He says, if you go through the world looking for excellence, you will find excellence. If you go through the world looking for problems, you will find problems. It's as simple as that. You know how sometimes you um, put in a CV that you're a problem solver? That's great. But actually, when you think about it, if we call it a problem solving characteristic, we're actually focusing on the problems and we're not so much focusing on the solutions. So why don't we start calling ourselves solution finders, right? Immediately, that has a different taste to it. It has a different concept behind it. It has a different mindset behind it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just love this kind of stuff because it just lights me up because I, I've always called myself a problem solver in the past and recently I've started thinking, hmm, that doesn't actually feel very aligned. I actually think that I'm more of a, a solution finder, so to say. Um, or perhaps there's a different word for it. I'd love to know what you think. What would you say is the best way of describing someone who is good at finding solutions rather than calling them a problem solver. Let me know. Please DM me. Let me know your thoughts. Okay, let's take it back to NLP then. It might sound a little bit confusing and I know it's quite a lot to take in. So let me just break it down and make it a bit bit more simple and clarify the concept for you here. NLP helps people to align their self-image with what they want to achieve. Our self-image is the the mental picture and the set of beliefs that we have about ourselves. So when we believe something to be true, whether it is true or not, we will behave as if it is true. So how do we actually reprogram or transform our brain then? In neurolinguistics, there are many different techniques that can be applied to help us manage our mindset and reframe it in a way that serves us in achieving our desires, right? But there's two that I love to use in my coaching practices and in my coaching uh, sessions with my clients that are just standing out for me a lot. One of them is re-imprinting. Re-imprinting is a technique that lets us go deep into a visualization of a past experience so that we can reframe the feelings and the thoughts and the memories that are attached to it. It's a technique that's often used to uncover any lessons that we might have missed in that moment or when we feel a need to let go of triggers that were caused by this experience, for example. Then there's the whiteout technique, which is often used to take away any power that a past experience still has over us so that we can look beyond the negative feelings and focus on what is important to us right now. You know, sometimes when you think about um, something that's holding you back a lot, something that just keeps coming back, a pattern that you've discovered, and within that pattern, you always see the same things happening, but you always see it's too late. These techniques help us go back into those experiences and into those patterns to identify why these things are going wrong. So what is the lesson that you need to learn to break this pattern? To fit that last piece of the puzzle inside that pattern so that it is a complete pattern that you can recognize every single time it starts happening rather than skipping over a step and then always falling into the wrong results over and over again. The outcomes of those techniques, I have seen incredible 
changes. And I actually speak from experience myself. I've gone through a re-imprinting session with my coach and the effects were just incredible. I can't even describe how it felt to go through that. It was so powerful to be able to go back to an experience from my childhood and understand that there was a lesson that I needed to learn here and I didn't learn it. What was it? And perhaps there's something that I need to forgive myself for at that same moment as well. The results that I've since seen with some of the sessions with my clients were just so empowering for me to see and so empowering for them to experience. It's really changed the way that I do the sessions with my clients nowadays. It is just that powerful. I can't describe it. <laughs> so... Let's wrap it up then. Let's bring it all together. Let's circle back to managing our mindsets and the subconscious mind. The one place where all change really takes place is our mind or brain. It's where our thoughts, our memories, our feelings and our fears arise, which means that it's also the place where we can start to make a change. So by transforming our current setup or our current world map, whatever you want to call it, our frame of reference, we can move away from that pain of our past and find ways to focus on the pleasure and the good feeling moments that we've had and are seeking out right now as well. So basically, managing our mindset means managing how we are presenting ourselves in our worlds and into the world of others at the same time as well. Because again, you're presenting yourself into the world a certain way. And so law of attraction says that that is exactly what you're going to get back. It's a mirroring effect that we always need to remind ourselves of at the same time. That's all about mindsets. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Please do leave me a review if you have. And also, please do let me know what you enjoyed most about this episode and what you think is the best way of uh, describing a solution finder. <laughs> I'm really excited to hear your comments and to hear about what your thoughts are and uh, what you would suggest for me to start using as a word going forward, because language is everything in the end. Thank you so much for listening and have a lovely, lovely day. See you at the next episode. Doei! If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with anyone you feel is going to benefit from listening to it as well. Tag me in your stories and I look forward to welcoming you again on the next episode. Until we meet again, bye.